All right, I will say good morning. So I sent out uh, last night on the chat a new piece that we're going to focus on Emir Tzashem for today and for tomorrow. Also, there are there are copies. If anyone wants on the front table over here as well, Rabbi Dr. Roshavsky. So this is from a beautiful sefer titled Mesilos Ba'arach Hasidos. So it's a, it's a beautiful multi-volume series that really captures many of the incredible ideas of the of the great Rebbe's of the generations, and he has a piece over here that I think I, I saw it and I thought it was so profound, and hopefully Mir Tzashem will help to frame our Pesach experience. So he begins as follows, this is in Parak Dalid, it's on page 176. We'll say this goes back a little bit to what we were discussing yesterday as well. That when we speak about the Shibodi Mitzrayim, when we speak about, again, the slavery for 210 years, while it is true that the Torah Kedosha tells us about the physical slavery on a, on a national or on an existential level, what was much more dramatic and much more dangerous was the spiritual servitude and the spiritual descent. Remember again, Chazal speak about this idea that we had descended, the people had descended to the 49th level of Tumah. And that's again when we say in Avodim Ayinu, Ilu lo Baruch Baruch not taking us out from Egypt, so again, everybody wonders about this phrase, had God not taken us out of Egypt, then we, our children, our grandchildren, would be slaves to Paro in Egypt. So what's the probability of that? But again, so it's not really a physical statement, it's a spiritual statement, that there was such spiritual decay, such spiritual descent, that had the Ribbono Shalom not taken us out, Ultimately, it would have been spiritualist. We'll say this is why, by the way, as an aside, that Pesach is a fascinating dynamic of redemption. Because remember, again, every time there's a major redemption, we see this machlokis. We, we actually spoke with this in Sidkas Atzadik, right? The Rebbe Mashiach, right? Mashiach comes one of two ways. What are the two ways Mashiach comes? Either, either. Remember again, beita achishana. Either again, I earn it, and if I earn it, I can expedite it, or beita. It comes. In other words, there's a certain point in time where, you know, we'll say, I guess for lack of a better term, Klal Yisrael is too big to fail. Right? That's how Kalish Baruch Hu looks at us. We're, we're, we're like a major band. We're, we're too big to fail. So therefore, again, if we earn redemption, fantastic. But if we don't, he's still going to redeem us. Because at the end of the day, Klal Yisrael cannot fail. What happened in Mitzrayim, we'll say, if you think about this, we didn't earn redemption. If you look at the story, we didn't earn it. Now, the Rebosham tries to arm us with mitzvos so that we can at least, there can be some level of earning. But Lamaisa, the Rebosham redeemed us from Egypt because he realized that if he didn't, we're done. If he didn't, we disappear. So this is incredible. See here, the Mesilis writes, he says that, that when it comes to Mitzrayim, not only was there physical servitude, but there's a recognition that the, the moral and spiritual decay of Egypt had caused Klal Yisrael to descend to some of the lowest levels of Tumor. He goes on. If you look at the section that's titled, Galos HaGuf Va'anefesh Tuluyo This is a profound idea. He says, Vihine, Biadua, Shagalos HaGuf Vigalos HaNefesh Tuluyos Ukshiros Zubazu. So we'll say this is really quite a profound idea. 
There are two different types of gullus. There's a physical gullus and a spiritual gullus. So we'll say, what, 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 what does gullus mean? What, what does it mean to be in exile? To be in exile means to be dislocated from who and where you are. In other words, the Maral writes about this as well. That in life, there's a place where you're supposed to be. There's a geographic place you're supposed to be. And there's a spiritual place I'm supposed to be. If I'm a Jew, so the spiritual, so the geographic place I'm supposed to be is Eretz Yisrael. This, this is this notion that we have a homeland. That is the place I am supposed to be. And if I'm not there, I'm in a state of exile. But this, but, but the Mesilis writes, this applies to Galos Hanefesh as well. Galos Hanefesh means when I am not holding in the spiritual place I am supposed to be. When I am not the person I need to be, that's called Galos Hanefesh. That's called an exile of the soul. And I also want to point out, so remember, a person could be standing in Eretz Yisrael, a person could be standing in the geographic place they're supposed to be, but still experiencing Galos HaNefesh, right? Spir- spiritual exile. And by the way, we're going to see that the reverse could be true as well. Technically speaking, one could technically be in Galos HaGuf, but not necessarily be in Galos HaNefesh, which we'll see. But in any event, it points out over here that these two concepts are intertwined. Galos HaNefesh, Galos HaGuf. Exile of the body, exile of the soul are intertwined. And the common denominator is... Both represent, I'm not, where I, I'm not where I am supposed to be. I'm not where I need to be. Kigalos hagashmi, nimshach migalos haruchni. Now he says something very interesting here. He says, and you're going to see this in this sefer, the Mechaber does not, he's not, he doesn't quote his own ideas, but he gathers again from multiple other sources. So we're going to see over here, he's quoting here from the Toldos Yaakov Yosef. Toldos Yaakov Yosef was Rav Yaakov Yosef of Polnoi, who was the Talmud Mufak, the primary disciple of the Baal Shem Tav HaKadosh. So he says as follows. So he's quoting over here, Ki galos agashmi nimshach mi galos, I'm sorry, Vinei biyadua, she galos agof va galos hanefesh tluyus akshur zubazu. So exile of the body, exile of the soul are intertwined. Ki galos hagashmi nimshach mi galos haruchni. Now both say this is a very profound statement. Literally translated, galos hagashmi, physical exile, physical exile, ultimately, again, comes about as a result of spiritual exile. So this is really quite fascinating. What does this mean? So it's interesting. So the Baal Kaddish comments on the Pasek and Tilim, Karva El Nafshi, when I become close to my soul, when I become close to my soul. In other words, so when I go ahead and I'm no longer in a state of spiritual galus, ga'ala. I experience physical galus as well. Shegu'ulas hanefesh, when a person redeems his soul. So I will say, when I leave spiritual galus, I will say, you hear, I, I was so, I will tell you the truth, I was so taken. It was, it was funny. It was, I, 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 I love this particular set of svarim. I just opened up to this page randomly, you know, just, just I was actually looking for something else. And I came across this and I was so taken by this idea of Gaulas Hanefesh, excuse me, Galos Hanefesh, Galos Haguf, that sometimes I am just, I'm spiritually exiled. I'm spiritually exiled. I'm not where I need to be in my Ruchnius. 
I'm just not where I need to be. Just like I know, I know that I'm not where I need to be physically, right? I know that I should be in Eretz Yisrael. I know that that's my home. I'm in a state of spiritual exile as well. I'm just not where I'm supposed to be in life. I'm not where I'm supposed to be in my Ruchnius. Now the Chiddush the Baal Shem Tev says is that conversely, when a person experiences spiritual gu'ula, right? So when a person experiences spiritual, so that when there's gu'ula, sanefesh, when I leave spiritual exile, physical redemption, right? Physical gu'ula follows along. Follows along. He says, Ulafichach, Therefore, again, I told this Yaakov Yosef, quoting his Rebbe, quoting the Bashantiv, says something amazing. Therefore, for the Jews in Egypt, if they were to truly go ahead and leave the physicality of Mitzrayim, the physical Shibud, the first step was spiritual redemption. So I will say, this, this is a profound relationship that, that I, I, I think really requires, like, so according to the Baal Shem Tov, so we, we, let, let's, let's talk about what we have. What we have are two different forms of exile. Galos HaNefesh, Galos HaGuf. Spiritual exile, physical exile. The Baal Shem Tov says they're intertwined. But not only are they intertwined, the Baal Shem Tov says, pretty much, you can't have physical redemption from exile without spiritual redemption from exile. Galus Hanefesh, excuse me, Gu'ulas Hanefesh must come before Gu'ulas Haguf. And therefore the Rebbe posits that in Mitzrayim, and we'll say, now the story, even the narrative makes a little bit more sense, because remember what I just said before, that Echadosh Baruch redeemed us and we didn't really even deserve it. Right? But say, remember, when you understand that we were on the 49th level of tone, like Chazal say, the whole story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim and the behavior of the Jews in the desert makes so much more sense. The Ribbon Shalom did not go ahead and redeem a nation of Malachim or a nation of Tzadikim or a nation of individuals who truly merited it. Right? He, he, he redeemed a pretty cantankerous bunch. Right, which is why at every single turn, at every single turn, there's a complaint, there's a rebellion, there's a this. But yet, but yet, amazingly enough, what happens towards the end of the Shibut, right before we leave, there's like a frenetic pace of mitzvos. So there's again, there's Mila, there's Pesach, and even just Pesach, as we saw, Mikhal Ba'asr, we'll take it on the 10th. So many things. Why? The Bachshem Tev said, because there was no way to physically leave Mitzrayim, there was no way to experience Gu'ulas Haguf without first redeeming the soul. Without first Gu'ulas Hanefesh. So we'll have to stop over here. We'll pick up Emir Hashem tomorrow with this idea of the Baal Shem Tev, how Gu'ulas Hanefesh and Gu'ulas Haguf are intertwined and ultimately, again, what it means for us.